I think that there's a lot of people more concerned about being precisely, factually, and semantically correct than about being morally right. But being factually correct is important. It's absolutely important. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. <laughs> One of my favorite movies. What a week! On the fifth episode of How Valid is the Validity. I hope you guys are doing all right. What is today? May? Uh, does it doesn't really matter. I had to buy a generator. Because coronavirus isn't bad enough and all this other crap. We had, I had no electricity for the last three days. So you don't realize how much meat's in your freezer until your electric goes out. But I'm here with my producer, Parker. Good night. Good day. Good day. Good, good Hello. day. Good day. <laughs> how you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? You've had power. I, I've had no power this week. Yeah. Right, my neighbors next door had power, and the neighbors across the street. Those types of times make you realize, make you feel like, oh God, what kind of luck of the draw am I going to get in regular life? Anyway, how valid is the validity? We got a great show tonight. We got uh, Jeff Ruby from Jeff Ruby Steakhouse. If, if you've never been to a Jeff Ruby's, it's an amazing experience. But more than that, an amazing guy. And then Ward Gunther from uh, Whiskey Jam, and that's a Nashville, uh, a Nashville entertainment show that happens twice a week now. Used to be one time uh, a week on Monday nights, and now it's Mondays and Thursdays. Mondays and Thursdays. Me and Ward have known each other a long time, but man, has he had some great success with this with this project. But um, I mean, I don't know about you, but I mean, they're opening up towns now. They're starting to do some. They're trying to open up businesses and. What's going on in in that world? Well, it it's been a little bit hit or miss. I mean, we've had we've had a little bit of protesting that seems like it's a little off with some machine guns and machetes and I don't know if it's machetes or not, but definitely machine guns. And you know, of course, holding holding a American flag and Trump pent signs and you know just representing that whole crew. And then some people, you know, have, have done all right with it. Nashville is is having a little bit of a more interesting time. The state itself is definitely opening up. I think opening up. I think most most states uh, on the outskirts of the bigger cities, which you know we've talked about before, are having not as bad a problem, uh, of course, as the bigger cities are. But Nashville, we're, we're going to have a protest. Uh, actually, I think we had one today this morning. Um, Steve Smith is the owner operator of Tootsie's and a thousand other businesses downtown. And of course he's kind of spearheaded this whole movement on Nashville opening back up. And even before they were tr- going to shut things down, he was saying, ah, we're not shutting anything down. And of course they, they nixed all that. But I mean, we're, we're still in the same ball game. It, open, you open downtown back up. You're not going to get. You can't have live music. I mean, that's a thing. They're saying that live music's not even going to be a thing uh, in Nashville 
as far as uh, downtown until maybe August or, or longer. We're, we're, nobody's really sure. But that happened today on the on the courthouse steps. I mean, the mayor's having a, a definitely a hard time. I mean, again, you see most mayors in the United States having these same sort of problems um, because, you know, they take a hard stance and something happens and then they have to they have to pull it back or, or renege or or, uh, you know, the one mayor that uh, I, don't, I don't remember if she went to jail, a lady went to jail and he had to bail her out. I mean, it it's something it's something. Beyond the coronavirus, there there has been, um, you're not, I mean, this is just remarkable. Of all the things, you know, things just keep coming out of Asia. It's almost like we need to shut the atmosphere off around the whole, the continent, and, and just not let anything else come out of that place. But, <laughs> but God, the, the, the Asian murder hornet, the Asian murder hornet. This is this sounds like a bad superhero, right? Let me see this thing. Where's it at? Maybe we'll see it. We don't know. We don't know if we're gonna see it. I think I gotta pick. It's it's about the size of your freaking pinky, and it can go up to twenty five miles an hour. You're not supposed to run from it. You can't run from it. You're supposed to just stay calm, let it land on you, let it shop in your pockets and in and and wherever else. Put it up there. Let me see this thing. I'm Coyote Peterson, and I'm about to enter the sting zone with the Japanese giant hornet. One, two, here we go, three. Oh, ah! Searing pain! No! Absolute searing pain! No shit. Searing pain. Who, at first you thought he was Australian. When I first saw the guy, my name is Cody Peterson, or whatever the hell, however it is. And then he's, then he's, this thing is, so no cases have ever been found. You know, the koi fish, the Japanese koi fish or the Chinese koi fish or whatever the hell the fish is. Can you bring up, see if you can find one of those fish. You know what I'm talking about? That took, no, well, they took over. Yeah. The Asian carp. The Asian carp. Yeah. Took over and and the killing everybody and we never th- we thought we're done with fish we're gonna have to start learning how to eat these things, which would take a, most a three or four generations to enjoy one. Anyway, so these things finally had made their first landfall in the United States in Blaine, Washington, a couple of weeks ago, and now we're frantically trying to figure out how to kill them or or to stop the because once these things come in and they eat bees which we've already had enough problem with, you know, with populations of bees. They eat bees, and I mean in a mean way. It, it looks like some sort of bad horror movie, and, and it, it's, it's retarded. In three, in, they can, a group of these guys can kill 30,000 bees in four hours. They chop their heads off, leave them lay, make, it, make the babies watch. I mean, it's some crazy stuff. Play that thing. Play that clip. Giant hornet. And I would say the giant is an understatement. Not since the tarantula hawk have we encountered a more intimidating insect. Look at that beast. From its head to its thorax, down its legs which end in grappling hooked feet, and then of course that enormous pulsating abdomen. 
everything about this creature screams. Run in the other direction. No kid, I, I mean, it, it, it. no wonder they made it a transformer. I don't know why all our jets don't look like that thing. That is a. It has these big, huge eyeballs, it, it, mandibles. It, 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 it looks like you pick trash up on the side of the road with the teeth. I mean, it's it's it, the thing is retarded. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I mean, it, it's they, again. If so, you have to be. This not only are they a problem for the bees, but they also a problem for human beings. So it hurts to get stung by one, and enough stings could kill you, pretty pretty easily. Uh, 30 to 40 cases a year in Japan, uh, you know, probably more than that in China that have been, you know, people that have been killed by these things, but they kill the, they wipe out the bee population. So it's interesting, you know, we have these things that have finally made landfall. I don't know how you stop them. I don't know how you stop them. Uh, you, you know, we're just finding them. So that means they must be, they could be already out of hand. Japanese, the Asian uh, bumblebee, has, or the honeybee has figured out how to kill them. These things freaking use kinetic energy, make their wings flap really hard, and they cook it right in the hive. Because these things send out a scout, find out where the bee is, pee all over them, and all the other hornets come come rushing after. Isn't it funny how like we um, honeybees were already being destroyed enough, and now it's like indefinite. They're gone. That's poignant. Yeah, right. I mean, Parker, you're... Yeah, I mean, what, what's that all about? Uh, what, what, what is that all about? What is that all about? I have no idea. You're destroy, right. Destroy the economy. Destroy the world. One of these things could eat 40 honeybees a minute. 40 honeybees a minute. You know, People, if you don't get this together, we're not going to have any more flowers, and we're not going to have any more honey. And then I'm not gonna. And then there's no more Weenie the Pooh, and life's gonna not be as good as it once was. Oh my gosh! What else is going on? Joe Biden. This is the most I think will go down in history as one of the most interesting presidential elections of all time. Not only will maybe we might get to see voter ballots being mailed in, which is one that could possibly be the most corrupted way. I mean, literally people come to your house, pick up your ballot. If, if, if they're ballots that are for them. So your party comes to pick up your ballot. I mean, I, I, I don't, I think you have to postpone elections. I don't even know if you can, if I don't even know if that, how that's possible. But does anybody even know what's going? I mean, do you keep track right now of Biden? You know how you feel about Trump because he's go, you're going through all this stuff and you just have this feeling. But Biden just seems like he's out there, you know, walking around aimlessly, like he escaped from the, the home and they're trying to figure out all the time how to ring him back in. He never knows what he's saying. Next week, I'm playing some clips I've found. I'm trying to procure this all together. But it is it definitely is a different world when it comes to the fact that you guys in in a couple of months we all going to we are all going to get to vote for the president of the United States and you can't tell me that this feels like any kind of election I got I do next week I'm going to I'm going to I had to put this together because some of these clips are just mind-boggling as far as what who, who I mean you it looks like weekend at Bernie's I mean I'm surprised that there's not just two guys next to him trying to hold his head up 
And I mean, I'm not, you know, not trying to be either way. This is just, I'm just talking about the person. Holy snikes. I don't know if anybody, how, how do you care or understand? I mean, does this not make people feel? Do you, how do you feel right now? But when are you going back to school? Uh, they're talking about May uh, 28th, but I don't know how that's going to go. So you're out of, you're not even taking online classes. I still have two weeks left. Online? Oh, I got you. Yep. You know, Parker's mom's a teacher, and we were talking to her yesterday. I mean, uh, school teachers are having an interesting situation, too. Nashville gave out 8,000 laptops, did she say? I'm pretty sure. 8,000 laptops. Do, uh, virtual learning. Virtual learning. Yeah. And I didn't realize this. There is a large swath of people that don't even have internet. How are they going to get this show? Yeah. Right, Parker? Yeah. That's really all I care about. You can't remember. I haven't used geometry, but 8,000 laptops. Where is all this freaking money coming from? Where is it all coming from? I think states are spending money. They're giving it away. They're giving it to any, they're just giving because in, in hopes or they, and or they're getting it, knowing there's a line coming through the federal government that's just giving money. Here you go. Keep it going. BPP. I mean, the mayor in, in Nashville, which I'm sure is this is resonated all through the country, but it's make sure telling small businesses, we're going to keep it shut down. Just make sure you get on the PPP stuff and you, and you figure it out and you, and you keep everybody safe, but stay at home. You know, I'm sure that that's, that's being reverberated by a, a lot of big cities. I would imagine. Mayor Cuomo the other day sounded like Chris, Christopher Watkins. I got to, you know, see if you can find that clip, Parker, uh, the, the, him speaking the other day. It was just him and, and, and it was kind of a spread out area. He was talking about the face masks and how it was respect. Uh, the mayor? Mayor, uh, Governor Cuomo of, of New York, you know, who's kind of been the spokesperson, spokesperson on, on this whole situation for whatever reason. I mean, New York, I guess, is kind of the hub of everybody, uh, even over even over LA, but he, he sounded like Christopher Watt. Point being is, I don't know that people can mayors and, and governors and, and city councils and legislators. They've been talking about this so much. I, they almost look comatose when they try to explain it anymore. It's almost like you just need to throw up your hands now and say, you know what? It's going to, whenever it is, whenever, whenever it ends, just shut up, shut up. You know, I'm not a big Nancy Pelosi fan necessarily, but the other day when she, when she told the reporter, I don't need a speech. Oh, Hey, you know what? I'm disappointed. We didn't bring up the, I wanted to see that guy get stung. Yeah, Bring it up. Listen, speaking of Nancy Pelosi, let's watch this guy get stung. Uh, You gotta, you gotta, we gotta finish this video. Got off on a tangent. The bottom line is don't get stung by this damn thing. What a nut job! What who who? This guy this guy's got to be making so much freaking money. Yeah, he any sort of bug that'll sting him, he'll he has a sting episode where he just gets stung. Yeah, he he's got wasp. He's been stung by centipedes and millimeters and and and. and you got it up. Stuck in my arm. Oh! How bad is it? Oh man, wave of dizziness really quick. Ah! Oh! Oh! Searing pain! Absolute searing pain! 
There's where the stinger went in right there. Did you not see how slow this thing was? Oh! I see blood. Ah! Oh my god. I see blood. <laughs> I see blood. No kidding. Oh Dipdoid. What a numb nut. Well, I gotta be honest with you. If you haven't, if you have not eaten at, at, at Jeff Ruby's, you are missing out on one of the greatest culinary experiences that you could ever possibly have. And on the phone with me right now is the man, the myth, and the legend, Mr. Jeff Ruby. Is he there? Jeffrey, are you there? Oh, maybe we got to get him on the phone again. That's, that's all right. We'll, we'll get him. It's my fault. It's always my fault, Parker. It doesn't even matter what you do or what. Anybody does, I still love you. We'll get him up there. Always a technical difficulty. No matter how much we practice on this show, it's always there's always something that is a problem. You know, I don't know. Parker never does the job completely right. He's supposed to get here at five thirty every morning and 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 fix everything, but he won't. He won't do it. You get him up there, will you? So. Uh, this is the the situation. So Jeff Jeff moved into Nashville. Uh, I don't know. It's probably been a handful of months now, years I should say. And and when I was playing at the stage, he he he'd come down and he'd come down with his with his, actually his son and his daughter, and they heard, heard us play at the stage. And we kind of that's how our relationship started because he wanted me to play music at, at his at the restaurant. And I mean, I had never at that point in time, never heard of of Jeff or the steakhouse. It's, you know, mainly out of Cincinnati and, and more north uh, before they came to Nashville. But he took me up when the place was getting built out. He took me up and, and you know, just not knowing this person and not knowing the history behind him. It was always this, you know, it was always this. Um, okay, what exactly another restaurant, you know, cause I know a lot of restaurant owners and you walk in this place and it's just this grandiose building and it's, it's freaking huge. And he's had these huge chandeliers shipped in from, from all over. I mean, it's, it's, it, and then you realize the story. Oh, we got his, we got his message. We got his message. That's all right. We'll get him, man. I hate, I hate messing things up like that. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not worried about it. I mean, you know, it's just, it was the generation. It was the generator that, that got me the most. It was the generator that got me the most, I think. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, let's run the sponsors. Let me try to let me try to fix this. I gotta fix this. Praying man praying mantis. It's not even a close thing. It's not even a close thing. Oh yeah. So we got the sponsors up right now and, and the newest sponsor, Aora Nutriscience. If you guys take vitamins, if any of you guys take vitamins, it is, th this is a great supplement to change the way you do that. Because as you know, most vitamins, you, you take one and you only uh, absorb about 15 to 20%. These are specifically made, especially being in a liquid form to absorb more. It's a, it's a, it's a really great supplement. If you go to Aurora Nutriscience and order and put Chris Weaver in the, in the, um, in the what are they what is that box that the discount box then uh, you'll get ten percent off but definitely try it out Sony uh, Mobile uh, Cartronics Hertz Audisons, uh Guidance Whiskey Modern Media Geeks all all there and help us uh, get the get the old podcast out every week so anyway so back back to Jeff Ruby so he wrote a book and you know it, it was learning about the, how he grew up it was an unbelievable inspirational story about a guy that basically 
you know, came from nothing and, and had rough parents and he grew up and, and ended up getting straight A's and going to Cornell and being a football player and, and, and then creating a nightlife in Cincinnati. Oh, there's, that's the book. Um, not counting tomorrow. Yeah. And it's really been, it's, it was really an experience to, to get to know him and, and, and talk to him and, and meet him because again, the restaurants go back in time. I mean, there's, it, you definitely, it definitely doesn't necessarily feel like you're going back to 1930s or 40s, but you definitely feel like you're doing something when you go to one of the restaurants. That's all right. Well, you know, what are you going to do? Let's get Rick up. We'll start him earlier. Anyway, so if, again, if we'll, we'll get him, he'll come back and we'll figure it out. But again, if you have not been to a Jeff Ruby's, please look the guy up, look the restaurant up for sure. It is definitely not like anything you've ever done. It is a, a cool, neat experience. But anyway, we'll, 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 we'll get him up. We'll get him up after, uh, after Rick's segment, but that's all good. I, I definitely, I don't know if you've heard, but 5G is, is a new thing that's, that's coming out into the world right now, regardless of what your opinion is of it uh, or, or whose ever other opinions, because trust me, there was numerous opinions on uh, the 5G and, and EMF and all that kind of stuff, but this is the next revolutionized uh, form of getting out internet and it's been a really interesting experience trying to learn about the laws and all the different things that come with this. But is it something that that you want to stick next to your head or be living under? You know, and that's we're going to talk about that today on the conspiracy corner. But I want to get Rick up here right now. Um, if we can, we'll see if we can get him a little bit earlier. And then, like I said before, we have Ward Gunther on with Whiskey Jam. If you've never been to Nashville, Whiskey Jam is is become a staple of uh, things that you have to do while you're here at the old winners and losers. I've been a winner and loser most of my life, uh, and his happens to be at winners. So, you know, it's, you know, not, not much has changed other than some stuff is trying to open up. I mean, if you got, I'd like to know, you know, if there's anyone that would like to share their story of them opening up, or if they have a business, or if you know of a business, or if somebody's gotten brutally uh, beat to death on the on the Capitol building uh, stairs in whatever state that you live in. I kind of would like to hear because you kind of get two different stories on CNN and Fox and all these different networks, and I'm not really sure what's true anymore. Is anybody traveling more? Is anybody? I don't know. I flying is still happening. Nobody's fly. I want to fly so bad I can't even see straight. I don't. I want to go somewhere. I, I don't even care where it is. I want to go. But if tickets are like five bucks. It's like a greyhound. It's like a greyhound. It's like taking a imagine how much bus tickets are right now. You could probably get a bus to you could probably get a bus to Alaska for fifty cents and a hot dog. You know, I don't know. You ever been to Alaska? Yeah, you. No, no, I have I haven't. Where's the furthest away you've ever been? Uh, Italy, Rome. Really? Yeah. How was that? How did I you enjoyed it? Uh, I actually went uh, last summer to Italy, United Kingdom, Germany. Austria. Did you go to the Vatican? Yes. You did go to the Vatican. Yeah, on the outside. I saw it on the outside. Because you're you're not allowed in there, right? Yeah, that's right. I, I but can, you can't tour the Vatican. Yeah, you can. There was something going on. I can't remember at that time. Construction, maybe. Oh, they, convenient. They, yeah. Convenient. Yeah. Construction, of course. Yes. So I mean, you're not a religious person anyway, are you? Yeah. You are. Yeah. What do you believe in? Uh, the Buddhist. Buddha? No. no. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. Oh, no. 
Have you watched a pandemic documentary? Oh, you know what? Speaking of which, pandemic pandemic documentary. I have not watched the pandemic documentary, but there this game. There's a game that was a big game. I don't think it is anymore. Uh, called pandemic. Is this right? Did you tell me you were playing this? It's called play, uh, It's called Plague Inc. And it's and it's been banned in like fifty countries now. Right. So you can't right. So that's you can't you make a virus, you put it out into the game, right? And if it's too strong, it kills too many people, they fix it fast. And if it's not strong enough, it won't it doesn't kill as enough people. So you had to make it just right. So it had to be latent for six or seven. I mean, there was it was basically the map of of a of for anybody to do a pandemic. You could just play it right there in the game. It would people were telling me about this, and I go look at it. And, and, and I'm like, this is dis- this kind of disgusting. It's a little off. I don't know. I mean, I, now there, there's so many YouTube videos and so many uh, Netflix things. And uh, there's so much about pandemics. Like the, Sp- the Spanish flu and some of these pandemics that have happened in the history of, of time. It just seemed like it wiped out more people. Right? It, it just was killing everybody. It was everybody knew. Everybody knew to stay in. It was everybody, you know, because people were dying in the street and they were bringing out the dead and all that kind of fun stuff. And and I don't know if there was a sense it was not you weren't worried about what the economy was going to be like or what the heck was going to happen after the whole thing, because, you, may, you, you know, you literally were worried about being about dying. And in this case, it, this has been a weird thing because, you know, even though there have been people that have died, they have definitely crushed the curve a lot. And, and, and brought down the amount of deaths. And so now everybody's just been sitting at home, not worrying about if they're going to die, just worrying about more if they're going to have a job. It's been a very interesting pandemic-type situation as far as when you look at history and, and learning about history. You know, events that have killed people over time, such as the Spanish flu and, and the potato famine and all that kind of stuff, it didn't, the word just doesn't necessarily seem to ring the same. This is almost more like a, a pandemic economic crisis. You know, what, where are you going to have a job or is there going to be any, is it inflation going to be 300%? I mean, we're still worried about in Nashville there, the, the, the taxes are going to go up, right? I mean, there's just no way to stop property tax from, from rising and, and tax in general, because this money has to come from somewhere. And can you imagine the amount of money, that is being lost. Cinco de Mayo was yesterday. I mean, there are there are a lot of sober people out there that are, you know, or more sober than they would have been because the margaritas weren't flowing. Right? Can we get Rick? Can we do Rick? Is any you know? I don't know. Maybe maybe I got to pay people a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, they're so busy in this time. Too busy to drink. Too busy to drink. Well, Rick's in California. What is this? The AG tells judge to free Dallas woman. Oh, there it is. Unjustly jailed for operating her hair salon. It's a hair salon. There's a lot of the hair salons are representing uh, a lot of people right now because I know I know that my that my girl that cuts my hair is, was on the news today. She was on the news talking about opening a hair salon. Pay me, Andy. I'm not paying you nothing. No, I'm not. It's all good. It's all good. I mean, the, the, what, they, I think they jailed her, right? They jailed that woman. They put her in jail, and that, now they're trying to figure out how to get her out of there. Could you imagine? What, 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 what's wrong, John? Are you okay? You sound like something's wrong. 
No, everything's great. Oh, okay, good. Great. I just wanted—I just called the show. Geez, I got, didn't know I was going to get you immediately. I thought I was going to get Parker. No, no, no. We don't screen stuff here, John. Oh, well, what do you think this is? So yeah, what do you think this is? So, have you seen the, the meat shortages? Oh, that's a good do you point. Know that Wendy's, dude. Yeah, Wendy's. It took burgers off their menu in states. In states. Wendy's took hamburgers off the menu. Yeah, South Carolina was the one I just saw in the report here, and I don't know how many others, but burgers are off the freaking menu. And I had a I had a menu uh, uh, issue with a client, and I just I just learned a whole bunch about it just half an hour ago. Well, God, no, no one, no wonder Jeff Ruby can't come to the phone. He's trying to figure out how to get meat for the damn. It's a steakhouse for God's sakes. Now this yeah, is all yeah, making well, sense. Things like hamburger meat are just not a thing. It's like they don't have it to have. They don't have it to sell. Yeah, you think now that's a conspiracy for another day, right? It, how many pe- how many people <laughs> how many people are jacking up prices on stuff? I think I think finally Walgreens finally got some to- uh, toilet paper in, and it was three hundred dollars. But if you had a Walgreens, uh, num- uh, you know, if you had a gift card or one of those cards for Walgreens, it, it was twenty nine bucks. Oh my God, that was <laughs> so. I'm going to go to the store tomorrow, tomorrow and try to find meat. I don't care what city it comes from or oh. country. Tell you what, yeah, and I, I got more to tell you after that. I, I, probably, I uh, probably for another time. I don't think that I don't know if you've ever had Greenland uh, steak, Greenland cow, but it's it's truly amazing. It comes from it, it, they cut it frozen, John. They cut it frozen <laughs> in Greenland. <laughs> is that that's not funny, is it? I apologize if you're listening no, in Greenland. Not I'm at all. I, I, I think I'm pretty probably pretty safe though. I didn't know about the meat shortages. For sure, for sure. I'd be glad to. I'm always just a phone call away. Oh. I look forward to it. It's always a pleasure speaking. Love you, John. Thank you. Love you too, buddy. Oh, my God. What do you do? How, I, don't, I mean, I don't know about you, man, but Wendy's chicken sandwich is not good. It's not good. Wendy's? I mean, it's it's not bad. It's It's just, I mean, I don't know. Wendy's without a hamburger? I don't know if I can do that or not. I don't know if that's something I could I could choke down. That's what his arm looked like was a was a big hamburger after the, about an hour of that. That's what I feel like right now. I'd like to get stung by an Asian uh, murdering hornet right in the head. What the heck is? Why can't I? Ha- why can't I just have good technical things for one time? Well, this time it's not your fault. It is my fault. It's no one's fault. It's always my fault. They won't pick up. It's not even about picking up. It's just about. That, you know, it just, we work all day. I make you sit here last night, all day today. But let me tell you this. What about the guy from Disneyland? Disney World? Is it Disney World? I think. What, what's in Florida? Florida, I think, is Disney. Uh, yeah, Disney World in Florida. Yeah. Look, Andy, Andy says, you suffer from your own meat shortages. That's hilarious. See, there's a guy from England. What is the situation in England? Inquiring minds want to know. Yeah. <laughs> Play this clip. On an island in shutdown Disney World. The Orange County Sheriff's Office says they found 42-year-old Richard McGuire on Discovery Island Thursday. Deputies say McGuire didn't hear them searching for him using boats and planes because he was asleep in a building. McGuire says he did not know the island was off limits and that it looked like a tropical paradise. I don't know about you, but I, I mean, this it's uh, that's like some uh, vacation, National Lampoon's vacation stuff there. I, I, <laughs> I want to do that. Who has never wanted to go to Disneyland when nobody was in it and just camp out at one of the, it's a small world or that place where they actually serve beer. 
This is the kind of stuff. This is the kind of stuff people are going to start doing to to get their mind off of not working. They're going to camp out at weird places. I don't know. Who knows? I. It's Disneyland. So billions of dollars just kind of out there floating, doing whatever it wants. I don't know how many people have tried. I still have not really talked to anybody that I, I, I think actually I've talked to two people that have actually gotten got money from the government that are trying to use it. And the, the issue now is that you can't spend it fast enough for the regulations and trying to give 75% of the, you know, of the money to employees for working when you can only have one person in your restaurant is really kind of difficult. I mean, you got to admit after Katrina, and FEMA had all that catastrophe where people were going down there and getting the card, the the credit cards, and taking them and spending them wherever they wanted and all that kind of stuff. And then you just it just kind of went away. I mean, there were, I think you know I I know the the FBI finally got two, they got two dudes um, trying to get five hundred sixty seven million dollars of of the PPE money. So I mean, they're cracking down. I mean, they they went after some people. What you have to do to stop some of this crap, but, uh, what England is still, okay. England's still on lockdown. We're on lockdown. He says the other thing too is, is the face mask situation. I was talking to somebody the other day. It's, it's kind of a, you know, if you don't want to wear them, it's, it, you've got to remember if it, it's not about what it looks like, but it does stop you from touching your face. So even if it doesn't stop you from spreading the virus or whatever the case is, you know, cause it's gone both ways in this whole situation, it definitely stops you from touching your face, which I mean, I touch my face all the time. I'm, I, you know, I'm always itching my nose or scratching my head or picking my nose or something. I'm always close to this area. So, I mean, it, you know, wearing a mask does stop you from, it does stop you from that at least. I mean, it does look weird too. I mean, it, it's, it's going to take getting used to the idea of walking into places with a mask on and gloves. In a in a in a in a in a in a suit, of 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 a beekeeper suit, which you're you're gonna need now too with the the hornets trying to kill you. So, it, Pittsburgh real slow to open right now. I I mean I think that's gonna be the, I think that's gonna be the thing. I I think though going back to the Katrina situation, I you're gonna see that you're a lot of these stories are gonna come out with the, with the FBI and and the IRS are gonna go after people but for people that are trying and and tried to take get money that that they shouldn't have got i mean you know not everybody's as as nice as ruth chris and the steak and shake uh, giving it back but it definitely is going to happen i i never would imagine that i would have heard or anyone would have heard about it this early in the game uh but here we are i'm they're already getting people and and that's a half a million dollars times whatever they've given out twenty two thousand loans i think I don't know. I mean, if I, I think the SBA, the, the economic disaster relief loan is your best bet. As much as research as I've done on it, it's definitely, if you could get any money from that loan, that's the way to go, right? We'll move into another direction of stuff that everybody loves to talk about in a world of technology and gusto with, with one of my great friends. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Rick Borgia, bringing us today's Technology Today segment. How are you, Rick? 
Hey, sorry there, Chris. I, I you know, I, I had on my calendar that I was going to join in, and then I just quickly launched my email and said, "Join now!" <laughs> oh my gosh, I got, I got in there. Get in there. It's production. It's, uh, it's live. It's here we go. So Buddy, when Chris you. needs me now, I'm going to sign on now. So. Well, How you doing, buddy? I was. I'm doing fine. I had to. I had to improv. I had Jeff Ruby. I was so excited to talk to him. I had him all lined up. I mean, I've been talking to uh-huh. him, texting him all day, and finally came down to the minute to call him, and we can't get him. Oh man, I, and I'm so sorry. I missed the email. Quite honestly, that's I was good. making dinner. No. for my family. <laughs> well, I mean, and that's funny you say that because that's kind of your segment today, right? Is is exactly? What, what I was going to talk about dinner, and I was literally using. Uh, the device. Now, we, we're going through, as you've seen online and in commercials, uh, a, 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 a challenging time. Uh, a, a, all, what all, the, all those catchphrases we're seeing uh, in this time of uncertainty and all that. Basically, we're stuck at home and we're left to our own devices. We can't go out and eat. We can't, uh, and ordering takeout isn't as fun as it used to be. And we got to drive and do pickup. So a lot of people at home are, are becoming better chefs i'm hoping and they're becoming more inventive and i wanted to talk about you know and this is interesting to talk about in a technology segment but i wanted to talk about a piece of technology that um, i uh, got introduced to a couple years ago and quite honestly it changed my life and it attracted my geek side to to improve the way i cook at home and what i'd like to talk about is this device right here now your dirty mind aside, Chris, what does that look like? To you? <laughs> no, man. I, to me, it looked like I thought it was a laser from a, a, a you know one of your Star Wars cartoons, but that's yeah. It, it it very well could be. It honestly, when you look at it, it looks like something you'd buy at the Apple Store. And what this is, this is made by a company called Joule, J O U L E, and this is a, a sous vide device. It's for a method of cooking called sous vide, and uh, sous vide is French for literally under vacuum. It's a method of cooking that was developed, I believe it was in the, uh, the, the concept of cooking under pressure was in the 60s, but it was in the mid 70s when they adapted it. And the way this works is you take your vegetable or your protein, like your meat, your steak, your chicken, and you either seal it in a plastic bag or you put it in a glass jar, you put it in water and you put this implement into that pot. And what this device does is it heats up the water and circulates it and it keeps the water at a very specific temperature. And when you have, let's say you have a, a steak and you, you seal, you put it in a Ziploc bag or you vacuum seal in bag and you put it in the water with this device. And then you set the device uh, for the level of doneness that you like, like I like my steaks medium rare. So I'm going to set this to circulate this water at about uh, 130 degrees and it maintains that exact temperature the whole time. So, what does that do to your food? Since your steak is sealed in this bag, it's not losing any of its natural juices. It's not losing any of its uh, and deformation of texture or anything like that by being exposed. And it's cooked to a perfect doneness and you can't overcook it. And so you will have the juiciest steak, the juiciest chicken breast, the juiciest pork chops, all of these proteins that are cooked to your exact specification and it's the kind of thing you can set and forget. Like you'll, I'll, I'll quiet on, I'll bag like a rack of ribs or, or a tri-tip and, and put it in the sous vide and I'll set it to a temperature and let it run and let it run for a couple hours. Forget about it. And then when I'm ready for dinner, I'll come and I'll take it out of the water 
I'll unbag it, and then I'll just fire up the cast iron skillet and I'll sear it, both sides, and it's ready to go. It is the easiest method, most foolproof method of getting your steak to exactly the way you like. How do you like your steak, Chris? Well, I, I like mine medium well, for instance. So I mean, okay, medium well. Okay. So you. So here's. Yeah. So yeah can you show? Uh, can you show us? Because right, I'm going to try to explain this too. Uh, so it's it's a it's a, just a cylinder. It's just a cylinder thing with the, the plugs it's, into it's the a, wall. Yeah, it's a heating element, and it's got a little pump and a water circulator in it. And then you plug this into the wall. And this particular model, this is like the you know, if Apple made a sous vide, this is what it would be. It doesn't have any moving parts except for a button on the top. Gotcha. And it's all driven by an app on your phone. And so once you have this set up, you go to your app and on the app you say, Okay, I'm gonna do a steak. And then it'll bring up uh the, the steak menu. It's gonna ask you, is the steak frozen or fresh? In my case, it's frozen because I'll buy like bulk steaks from Costco and I'll vacuum seal them and put them away. So I'll take a steak out. And it'll say, how do you like your steak? And it'll literally show you pictures of the color of the meat. And it'll say, you like medium well. So you swipe to medium well and you select that. And it's going to say, okay, great. I'm going to run this sous vide at 140 degrees because it's frozen. We'll run it for two hours. And it's also based on how thick the meat is. You plug all that in and hit go. And this thing just starts heating the water and circulating it in the pot with the bag in it. And you forget about it. And it just cooks it to exact perfection. Because it's maintaining that even temperature the whole time, you can't overcook it. So if you like it medium well, it's guaranteed it's going to come out medium well. So what about what about the, the thickness of meat, though, that's, if it's different thicknesses? How, how do you... How exactly. Do you... If it's thicker and you put that in the app, what it does is it adds more time to the cook. Gotcha. So if it's a, a one-inch steak, then let's say if it's frozen, it's going to cook for an hour and a half. If you say it's an inch and a half steak, then it may add on another 20 minutes. It does all the calculations for it. Wow. And so you don't have to worry about it. And if it's not frozen, if it's fresh meat, it'll cook faster. Uh, but the point is, is that it does it in that exact yeah. temperature environment. And then we all love cast iron skillets. That's all you need. You have the sous vide. You got your cast iron skillet. Once the, the sous vide, the meat is done, you take it out. You've got your skillet nice and hot. Put a little bit of oil in there. You take the, the steak out put it in the skillet, sear it in both sides, get that beautiful Maillard effect, that caramelization on yeah. it, that crust that you like. Throw in a sprig of rosemary and butter, and in five minutes, your steak is done to perfection. And it's it's absolutely foolproof. Uh, chicken breast. We all love chicken breast. People love white meat chicken breast. But the trouble with my, white meat is if you don't cook it the right way, quite often it's going to dry out. Usually you got to go to a dark meat for a juicier chicken. When you do it in the sous vide and it's sealed in that bag, it doesn't lose any of its natural juices. The juiciest white meat chicken breast that you will ever have. Same thing with pork chops. And the other part of it too is there's always the safety factor when you're cooking. We all know that chicken has to be cooked at a very specific minimum temperature to be safe to eat, to protect against salmonella. Same thing with pork chops. When you do it the sous vide, it takes that part of it out of it because you have the reassurance that it's done to that exact safe temperature. Hmm. And then you sear it and you're done. It's, it's completely changed the way that we eat at home. And uh, economically, it, it's changed because I can go to Costco and get really great proteins like tri-tips and, and pork chops and chicken breasts, buy them in bulk because I got kids and a big family. And we'll section it out. I'll vacuum seal everything and then put it away. And I save a bunch of money because I'm buying you know, a little bit of bulk instead of you know, piecemealing it at the market. And the conversation at our house, Chris, every night at about 3.30 is I go to the wife and go, what are you in the mood for for dinner? You want chicken? You want pork chops? You want <laughs> right, steak? Right. I go to the freezer, pull it out, fire up the sous vide and go back to work because I'll let it run for a couple hours. And then when we're ready to eat dinner, 
it's it's ready in about five six minutes i take it out i sear it right so explain this it. to me again how how are you cooking a bunch of meat at the same time with that thing what, what well, is it, what are you cooking it in so that's the other part that's very cool about this i mean if you look at the the item it's 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 a heating element it's got a little clasps here this is designed to go inside the edge of maybe a giant sauce pot or but if you're cooking in bulk you can get one of those big clear industrial cooking bins put that in the side fill it with water and then you just you know put all the proteins i i've uh my brother-in-law rafi and i we did a party and we had i think it was uh, like eight steaks eight or nine steaks that we put in just one container because it keeps that water circulating it cooks everything at the same time i've seen guys take an igloo cooler cut a hole in the side put the sous vide in it and put a whole bunch of chicken breast in there Holy and just cow. let it run yeah, no so kidding. Imagine trying to do that. Imagine trying to do that on just a, a, a grill or, or anything, or you know, or or you're outside managing grill. Not, don't get me wrong. There's nothing against grilling. I love doing the grill, but yeah. to be able to do restaurant quality food off season when it's colder, and you could still use your grill because you can get your steaks completely cooked. You know, like a reverse sear method. You get it perfectly cooked inside. You take it out to the grill, do that final sear on the grill, and then again, you're done. Right. So there's a bunch of different um, models of sous vide. Again, that's S-O-U-S-V-I-D-E, sous vide. Uh, this one is a very high-end model because it's app controlled. You, you bond it to your Wi-Fi network. I can set this to run, then go leave and run errands. And then it, you know, on my phone, it'll say, hey, the sous vide's done. And even when it finishes, you could still let it run longer. Like there isn't a set cutoff time for the cooking. Like I could... Uh, the longer that you leave the meat in there in the sous vide bath, the only difference is it just gets a little bit more tender. So like you'll do like a roast and you could sous vide it for six hours or like, for instance, I did baby back ribs uh, the other uh, weekend. I vacuum sealed those. I put them in the sous vide. I ran them for six hours until they were fall off the bone tender. And once I get them out of the sous vide bath, I glaze them, put some seasoning on them, put them in the oven, bake them for about 10 minutes and they're perfect. No bake kidding. Right out. Yeah, so they're in a bag there. in the water. They're in a bag in the mm -hmm. water. Ah, gotcha. Yep. Okay. okay. Yeah. So you can, you know, if it's the steak that I've vacuum sealed in the freezer, then it's ready to go. It's all food safety, food grade plastic. So you can put it in hot water. If you're not doing it stuff that's frozen, you use a, uh, a freezer bag, a Ziploc bag. You put the steak in there and you could salt it a little bit, pepper it, throw a sprig of a uh, rosemary, maybe a crushed garlic clove in there, a little bit of oil. And then there's a method of, you dunk it in water so it pushes the air out. You lower the Ziploc in there, gets most of the air out, and then you seal it because then you're getting it nice and tight in that bag. And you drop that into the sous vide water and then cook it. Neat. So, uh, oh, I may have to get you one for your birthday. No, God. How much? So, what is the price point of these things? How much are they? Uh, so this this model, I believe, I got it on sale for uh, for Christmas a couple of years. I think I paid about one hundred and thirty dollars for this one. Golly, this that's not a bad. high end model. But you don't have this because it has all the bells and whistles and it's driven by the app. You can get um, a, another model that does the same thing. All the controls are on the top. Uh, Anova is another company that makes one. And those, I mean, you can get into a sous vide for like $40, $50. No kidding. Uh, but it, it, it will change your life as, uh, as you know, someone that, you know, is forced to cook home more regularly. And then you're not used to just, uh, you know, what, what can I pull out of the fridge and, and microwave or whatever. You know, this is giving you restaurant quality food. Uh, for 
a very you know easy method of doing it. So I invite you and all your listeners to to look into it. And if people need uh, ha- more questions about it, feel free to uh, shoot them my way. I'm happy to send them sure, some links sure. and, and send some. But uh, I'm telling you right now. I mean, not even with the quarantine. Just in the year or two leading up to this, this has been a game changer. My wife thinks I'm the best cook ever, and this is, this is my secret. You know? <laughs> no, you're you are a good cook, Rick. I mean, not, not that you've ever had me to your house to for any dinner or anything, or ever would. But yeah, I believe that you are. I believe that you are. You're good at everything else. Why not that? Well, well Rick- and it's it's you know, like I said, it was technology. That's what really drew me to this. I sure. like to think eventually I would have gotten there, but the fact that it's uh, super convenient and made even more convenient through the use of a smartphone that does all the guesswork for you. It, it was kind of a dropkick for me. And now we're eating like kings. My kids, I just finished uh, uh, some pork chops for them. So they're uh, they're dining on that. I took a quick bite and said, oh, I got to sign on. Oh, I know. Didn't I, realize I, I was I already late. I, I forget. <laughs> I, I, so much earlier in California. Well, no, listen, We this is this is your segment every week uh, with us. And we really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for teaching me something today. I appreciate you. Absolutely. And I hope you're doing well out there. Oh, and, yeah. Again, cr- crazy times, but I look forward to being able to get out there oh i i you i was so such a hurry i forgot to put on my we love you everybody <laughs> this is rick borgia he is our technology today segment and we appreciate it very much rick it's good to see you go enjoy dinner all right you too take care chris see you brother oh, i love that segment i i've heard of those i've heard of them but i've never actually seen one before i should have made him go out there and and cook something real quick that could have been bad, though. I don't. Uh, we had an argument over here. Well, not really, but someone said so. It's another set. Set it and forget it. But then again, tech is taking away human skill. No, I don't. I mean, I don't think that takes away human skill because the bottom line is you can't. It doesn't sound like you can pull it right out of the bag and just flop it down. I think it's a convenience thing. Right? Well, it's a convenience thing, but he's talking about finishing, finishing it. You know, you have to you have to take it off, take it out of the bag and and sear it and or put it in the oven. I mean, you're it's not. You're not going to get like a bag of ribs and and take them out of the water and 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 just put them on your plate to get the kind of ribs you're used to. You're going to have to you're going to have to have a little technique. Uh, but I mean, as far as that is a problem, cooking chicken is a freaking problem. I hate it. I hate trying to cook chicken because there's a name for it, but there's a you got to take chicken off like 30 minutes before it's done cooking so that it you know because it's going to continue to. I guess all meat is like that, but you got this stupid thing where you got to. You know, try to try to guess. You know how how long it's going to cook when it's off, and then it's cold, even though it's done. It's oh my god, whatever. Oh, I got a thing back from Jeff. We're gonna have. We're he's he. It's he's 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 definitely doing a. He's definitely had a business problem. So try to guess. You know how how long it's going to cook when it's off, and then it's. I mean that that's uh, you, you trying to tell me that I'm not talking correctly. Is that what you're trying to tell me? I don't, is that what that was? You're trying to tell me I'm not, my words, I'm not using my words all right. Got a word, Gunther. Huh? Do you? Okay. Well, I mean, again, if you're trying to cook meat, that is definitely an interesting way to do it. I suggest trying to get it. I think John said he has one that they use. I'm definitely buying one. I've never seen anything like that before, but I, I cooked steaks the other day. I think I'm done cooking. I was hoping to have Jeff on. I was, Really, I just wanted Jeff to come on to try to get some free booze. Free, uh, I'm sorry, free steaks. Free steaks. I'm sorry. I'll tell you, you can say what you want about anybody, but I, I, I've been in Nashville going on 17 years, 
And I don't think I have ever uh, had a, 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 a an in, more interesting relationship than I have with this this next guy. Uh, because we, when I first moved here, we moved here, but damn near the same time, if not around the same time, he was wearing, uh, he was wearing flip collar, uh, polo shirts and shorts. And he's one of the hairiest guys you've ever met in your entire life. And, and, and you just see him off in a distance. It was, you know, you just see any kind of a glow around him. And then from then on out, we played every chicken in any place that sold chicken in Nashville. We played it, but, uh, now he's done unbelievable a thing here in Nashville with this with the whiskey jam Mr. Ward Gunther this is uh, <laughs> look at hey. that face what's up buddy how are you can you hear me i can can good. you hear me parker mm-hmm. yeah we can hear you already <laughs> well you look good hey thanks that's good to hear i just cracked a just cracked a new personal best on my scale <laughs> <laughs> well you can't tell i mean it's <laughs> Skills broken. Well, ooh, me, is that toilet paper back there? You want some? It might be. Uh, it's one of my hats. No, you, behind it, your head. Same thing. It's con- maybe it's congas. Oh man, oh, it's congas. Yeah, same thing. Toilet paper congas. Look at that. Well, you've been you've been out of the music business a little little too long, huh? Buddy, 2020 gets you seeing toilet paper and conga <laughs> That's it. This ain't no joke. So, did you have any more kids this year? Or are you all good? We're done. I think. Uh, I was just talking to somebody else. Like maybe uh, we were one of our friends um, has a couple kids and, and has like all has like multiple houses and all kind of vehicles and stuff. Or like I don't. Maybe the difference in like two kids and four kids is that great. <laughs> one year, like earning and uh investment potential anyway uh now we're done we're done for i always always wanted i always always wondered this i mean do do you have one do you have one that you pay more attention to i mean is is, is, it is impossible to to give them all the same amount of attention equally i I mean i think it's a lifetime uh and real like there's there's gonna be a lifetime amount yeah you know there's no way that our our uh, second, third, and fourth kids are going to get the amount of three-year, one-on-one, yeah. total devotion, dedication, and attention as our first. That said, our first is still like really jealous of when she get, when we like take time out to spend any one-on-one with our our only boy, you know. Yeah. Is that, yeah, it, is that is that weird? Like, do you you do you, I I can always see you look, maybe looking at the boy and and going, uh, come here, just let me talk to you a little longer. I mean, is that, is that... <laughs> like? <laughs> let me. It has been. I have to say, this time, um, the uh, we're, I'm calling it home time because we have spent much more time at home than ever before. 
uh, dude, he has blossomed as a personality. He's really funny. Um, he's needing some, he needed some toughening up, like not like I'm taking him out back and stripping him naked. Be like, when you find your way home, <laughs> ring the bell. <laughs> but as close to that as possible. As possible. Um, no, like it's, it's been great. Uh, hmm. well, I mean, I don't, I don't even know what to say as far as, I mean, I, I know how much of a difficult time this has been for me with losing my jobs, but I mean, my God, all the, all the people you, you get in front of every week. I, I mean, well, first off, how long has whiskey jam been around? It's, it's, you had, I know you had an anniversary last year. Was it last year? The, uh, or you had a, yeah. like a big one, we have, a big blowout. We have an anniversary every year. No, that's uh, not what I meant. I'm, sa- <laughs> I'm saying it was a 10 year or something, right? It was a big one. They're running two a day through Cleveland. <laughs> God dang it. I get, you got to watch what you say to him. He, he'll catch your I, ass on everything, everything. I know you know that one though. Yeah. That's all um, right. that's old Ron White. I know I was, I think Ron I was White's, uh, Ron White's coming, coming to it with his, with his old lady. You hear about that? No. What happened? Ron White's, uh, he has asked the judge to cut his uh, alimony payments, I guess. Right. $25,000 a month. To cut he him pays, to $25,000 a month? No, he he pays his old his ex-old lady $25,000 a month. And he said, hey, I'm not making that. I'm not even making that. You know, I usually make, I think he said he makes $300,000 a month in his peak. Holy and, shit. uh, He's like, I gotta, I need a little break yeah. during this downtime. Geez, I never even thought about that. That's gonna, I mean, think about all the things that are gonna have to be cut, alimony and child support, and holy cow, all the well, the uh, things that insane. are that are just standard across the board. You know, you got your rent, you got your things that you signed up for a thirty-year mm-hmm. agreement or a perpetuity kind of thing. Like, hey, man, that was based on what we what we hoped was gonna happen. Um, my biggest thing with like the amount of people that we work with, uh, uh, I'm kind of getting back to the question you were talking yeah, yeah, about. Sorry. We shut down whiskey jam, the music event on Monday and Thursday, but at the same time we shut down whiskey jam Roadshow, which was putting a hundred bands. I mean, filling a hundred ships a week at different bars around downtown. Um, that's more that's more of a hit than anything else, you yeah. know, like you're talking about five, six members in each band, whatever, three or four in some cases. And, uh, now they're all like, what do we do? I don't know. I mean, were, I mean, but you can't, I mean, obviously you can only, all you can do is say, I'm sorry. I mean, there's, you know what I mean? There's, Oh, totally. They feel, I mean, I'm getting more texts from the, the band guys going, Hey man, I'm weed eating. You know, <laughs> I know you're out there worried about a hundred and, the hundreds of people that we used to employ uh, roundabout, but I don't know. And it's, it's weird because I mean, we've been at it. We've been out of it for uh, two months, many, at least 50 right? days now. Yeah. Yeah. Almost two and, months. And there's this weird, like at the beginning, it was a real urgent, like get your, get your gun, get your ammo, get your toilet mm-hmm. paper, get your meat, get your deep freeze, get your generator, all this stuff. And it's like, every day that goes by like it's it's not it's not awful you know we hadn't reached martial law yet we haven't reached um people 
stealing your chickens or something, you know? Well, I mean, that brings up a good, a, a good point. So now that theoretically, since you don't have to worry about that crap, do you, what, how, how are you feeling about how you're going to get back into this thing? I mean, what are, are, are they, you know, are they, is, is Steve or anybody talking to you about, you know, if we open this thing back up, we're only going to be at 25% and right. Yeah, man, those guys are, I think as, as optimistic as, uh, entrepreneurial, that's when they're like this, whatever part of the brain flips on, they're going, okay, maybe we can set up like an interactive video feed and we can have a band at one bar where nobody's at and then have everybody else at the other bar and they can talk back. And it's like, you just gotta, I mean, we're going to have to be really, really creative. Um, that's, that's that one little, the winner's part of it is pretty unique because it's such a small bar. It's such yeah. just, uh, a, a closed atmosphere. And then today, like this morning, I spent the, uh, the day down at whiskey row, Darsh Bentley's place that we booked the entertainment for, and they've got curbside uh, pickup for dinner and meals, whatever. They've got walk up, buy a cocktail. You can get a you can get mixers to go and take the cocktails uh, home. The only people on Broadway doing that. It's a very ambitious uh, approach. They have good backing to to support it. But I mean, I think it's going to take a little bit of that here and there, like a little bit of the, let's do an interactive band in one place, people in the other place. Let's do a small portion food to go. And I don't know, nobody knows the answer. That's the craziest part of the whole thing. So they're saying, is that, are they trying to bypass? You can't have live music. Is that the whole point? Right. So like, Oh, we can't have, you can have a TV on, right? You know, well, we'll have our TV with live music fed from right. wherever down the street. Cause I mean, they've got, I mean, cold beer entertainment has 15 bars in Nashville. Uh, that's, that's, that's winners, losers group. Yeah. 15. So the different, all the different properties that yeah. just little fingers in different pies. Um, I don't know, man. We'll see how it all pans out. Everybody keeps saying like, oh, mid-June, mid-whatever of the July. I'm like, okay, if we can, that's the, that's been the, one of the cool things about after 50 days being like, well, it's not so, it's not to, like totally dire. It's not uh, a Cormac McCarthy novel. <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> right, right, right. It's a, uh, we'll all figure and it helps that everybody's going through it together. You know, there's a few people are probably going to come out on the other side, um, in, in the, the black, you know, like, yeah. dang, how'd you do that? Like, how'd you <laughs> yeah. succeed? Yeah. Uh, I've tried to keep in touch with business guys and minds that, uh, that I look up to or trust or can even just take little nuggets of advice from, and one of uh, our buddies, um, Shannon Terry, he runs 24-7 Sports, or ran it, sold it, among other bunches of businesses. And he was like, man, times like these, like bad businesses will fold. Okay businesses right, right. will survive, but the great businesses will thrive. And it's like, man, I, I wake up thinking about that. I'm like, okay, we're surviving now. I mean, we're making it through. Yeah. How do we, um, how do we thrive? And do we can? Is there is it possible to redefine ourselves in the middle of it 
like were we an okay business before and we're gonna we're gonna somehow make it out without uh losing well i mean do you not do you not find do you not find that some of the things that are, are is, is anything floating to the top for you because i know for me there were aspects of 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 for instance you know the band or whatever that i wasn't doing i wasn't doing enough social media i wasn't doing enough of certain totally. things you know what i mean like so are you finding things that you're able to concentrate more on now that could that when you do come out of this that you're going to have more you're going to it's going to be you're going to have a stronger base a, a stronger business because you're able to do stuff that you not me personally it's been cool like our well i yes a thousand percent sorry i retract that statement i think honestly like hourly if not daily or daily if not hourly um our whiskey jam stuff but what i normally do on mondays and thursdays at winners the whiskey jam uh just this party i don't know i don't know what you want to call it yeah, yeah. that we've built is a big thing you know it's a big worldwide uh renowned thing and when it was i mean march 15th when we said hey beware the ides of march don't go out in public uh that was it and it's like okay maybe we try online which we had never touched before we never even looked at that because the appeal the real um the value of whiskey jam was and i said this like it was touching somebody it was watching a band and tapping a stranger on the shoulder because you were so overwhelmed you're like these guys are amazing that was that was the cool part of it you know that was the real uh human touch and so in this time of like, hey, don't you can't touch a human, what do you do? Yeah. We started Risky Jam and <laughs> it's opened up a different world. I mean, it's opened some some doors in my mind because I've steered away from online presence. I've steered away from live streaming. And I mean, we're seeing bigger audiences every single night on our I mean, our, we've had some great lineups. We've had some really beyond what we could have at winners. We've also had some that were okay. You know, it was like, and you have more numbers of people, all thousands of people versus hundreds yeah. um, tuning in online. And they're enjoying it because instead of what I'm talking about, like bumping into your neighbor, going, this guy's great. Right, right. They're in the comments going, who the heck is this guy? That sounds cool. Oh, I'm going to go get a drink. Like <laughs> we would have never known it. You're kind of forced into like, Hey, you're not going to be able to do what you, what you like, what you've been used to. Um, but in the, in the absence of that, try this out. And I don't know. I feel like we've adapted fairly well. Um, but I mean, how we take that into the future. I, I don't I, I think, I, I think if there's anybody in this world that can adapt, it's definitely you. I, I have to be honest with you because I mean, you, you go from chicken to, to, to booze to, to chicken and booze. I mean, you, you, yeah. you, you got the world by the, by the short hairs. Ward. <laughs> hey, bring up that picture. The, that you had. Hey, Ward, look at this. Look at this. Mm. Did you see the picture? You got to see this. No, you got to, no. you got to see this. Can you see? Oh, I'm, is he, is man, he, look at that. That's on the, <laughs> Dude, what what a night! Um, Look at that hair you had. I'm telling you, it was a different. This is, that was you. That's a different guy. Yeah, yeah. you had a very strong goatee presence. <laughs> um, man, I remember. 
I remember everything about that. I remember that Breedlove guitar. I remember the music stands that you, the entire sound system you brought. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. Um, didn't even have, it wasn't even a brand name. It was a, it was just some speaker from. My, my cousin has been down at that. Uh, it's not even a beach house. You can't even call it that. It's a, a bayfront property. I He's love been that down place. There for the last few, I guess, week or so. Um, and man, it's just the best times out there. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, the most relaxed I've ever. The mo- yeah, I could... I, I, absolutely. I, what was the? What was your? If you could pick a time, what was your best memory of? I mean, because I, 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 it's always interesting for me. I, you know, everybody always has how they see things. What What was a good memory for you over the years <laughs> that you remember that I? How stupid I have been. <laughs> oh man, hang on, I'm I'm going through them right now. Oh like god, I have like. I'm going to tell you Instant something. Access. This guy, this guy <laughs> has a catalog of pictures that you have never in your entire freaking life. Seen. I mean, it's, it's, it has got to be the most, I mean, I think the national well, society of pictures uh, someday will come to you and ask for pictures of things that have happened in the course of history. Oh man. You can't oh, find them. There's uh, no way you can't go I back can't. that There's, far. It's we probably the best thing that could have ever happened. We haven't hung out since the seventies. We'll uh, look, he don't oh remember gosh. this. You don't remember this. Oh, yeah, I'll wait for him. But there, I asked him. He doesn't remember this. This was like one of the biggest nights of my... We played the Wild Horse. It was something you were doing. You asked me to oh. play with you. And it was like one of the biggest Ooh. nights I've ever... My, my mom and dad were there. It was like this huge thing for me. And and you don't oh, even wow. remember. You don't even remember. I'm finding some of the oldest pictures ever in my Dropbox. Thank goodness for Dropbox. Um... <laughs> I mean, it's, we'll have to figure it out. It's like, oh no, no, you should. You might have been there on Halloween. Oh, I don't know. Are you talking about Tin Roof, or what are you talking about? Halloween two thousand four. Oh God, I mean, I, I don't, Goodness. I don't, I don't remember what year I necessarily moved. To, I was here in two thousand four. <laughs> I think wasn't I? <laughs> oh man, I. How do you do the share screen thing? You hit the share button on the bottom. It's, I think it says share, right? Yes, yeah, here's on the bottom. Uh, is this a good one? Yeah, this is probably a bad idea to share. No, the as long as you can't get in trouble uh, with. I can totally get in trouble with That's... the wife. Then don't worry about it. No, I'm t- like legally. Legal. <laughs> well, I mean, this we 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 weren't Jeffrey Epstein here, uh, Ward. I mean, we, there's nothing that bad. I don't think. Open. No, it won't let me do it. Sorry. Oh wow! Okay, that picture was that bad. Golly, open system, too many things. Screen recording, blah blah blah. Whatever. Oh, that's a shame. Just send it to me. I'll put it up. Parker can put it up. Okay. Send it to me. But uh, show show this one. Show this one. Look at this. Look at his hair. Look at his freaking hair. Why don't we play? We should. I want to play with you sometime on on something. Me and you. I'll be. I won't remember it? it. Where's it at? Oh, he Parker's not. I told I keep telling everybody Ward, you know, always make sure you hire somebody that's Whoa. got a, that's got <laughs> Look at that. I've never seen that picture. Dude, you don't even remember that's, that. That, that was, look at look at that I hair. Know, a thousand percent. Look at your hair. You've got like a little tail. <laughs> I remember me. I dude, I still have that shirt in my closet. I still have that guitar in my attic. No, not even that. Matt Rogers has that guitar right now. He's used to write hit songs with. Is that the Breedlove? It's that. No, no that's the Fannin. That's that old school one. Oh, jeez, you you oh, man, you crazy. always bought the weird name guitars. 
Yeah. You always well, no, that was the guitar that I learned to play on. Um, oh my word. I can't, I, now that you, now that you've called me out, let's see. I'm trying to find some of these. I can't believe you don't know how to use technology. Okay. Here I'm, we go. You got it. Mom's mom's weekend. Mom's uh, weekend at your mom's house. Hold on. I'm up. Oh gosh. Look at, Oh, you're not going to like, <laughs> no, I don't give a shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've I only got this much left on this bottle of wine, so I mean, I'm I could give no shits about these pictures at this point. Wow, you're not going to remember having ever seen that one. No, I, I I mean I I just would like you to show one picture. I mean I you know I I no, I'm, I considered our friendship pretty important up until right now. I'm finding some real. Okay, it just sent. Oh, you sent it. He sent it. He sent it to where the e- email. Oh man, is it email? <laughs> Now it's here. I texted it to you. Are you? Te- oh my god! Holy shit! All right, hold on. Let me see how to text. I, I feel sometimes I feel like an old man. All right, we got this. I got this. I got this. I, oh my god! Look at that! Oh my god! Je- that was Jennifer. Jennifer. Yeah. Holy snikes! How'd you get that? Oh, because you got my thing. Holy cow, look at this crap. Who is that guy? I look like Jay Cutler. (laughs) That looks like Jay Cutler. Are you shitting me right now? Can you get that up? Whatever happened to her? She always reminded me of... Well, she always reminded me of... uh, What are you doing? (laughs) What is that? This is not a conspiracy. No, it's not. Bring that. Oh my God. She she reminded me of Punky Brewster. That's why I liked her. Oh, a thousand percent. It looks like Punky Brewster. Ward. Oh my God. I do. I look like freaking Jay Cutler. Holy shit. Was she diabetic? No, Jay Cutler was diabetic. Somebody was diabetic. Oh, gee, I want whatever happened to her. I wonder. Moved off. She was a. I think she was in. I didn't. I didn't really care what she was into. I don't, we talked for like three nights at Dustin's. Oh man, oh Jennifer. Dustin, there's one. I should. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're gonna bring up that picture. Oh, jeez. Oh well, then. Yeah, no, I'm not plenty. doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I, I love you too much. I, I brought up two nice pictures. You know. No. You got to bring up Bridget or uh, Punky Brewster. Punky Brewster. <laughs> Parker doesn't even know who Punky Brewster is. He's 19, Ward. I love, dude, it's so funny. I love going through all these old pictures because, like, the people in the focus are great, but it's the people in the background. And you're like, <laughs> oh my gosh, we were at a party with, and then you zoom in on the back, you're like, oh my God, I know all these people now. And we were just at, like, a, a Denny Diamond show at uh, Mercy Lounge. Holy moly! Do you well? No, Denny. It was Jimmy Chickens. Was Keith Urban's nickname? Do you remember that night? Gus Chickens. Yeah. Gus Chickens. At Mercy Jimmy? Lounge. Yes. And, and I mean, I've, I've got that one in there too. Yeah, that was the one. Did you go to his house with Dustin and Bobby Johnson? Do you remember that? D- Bobby Johnson I missed, was. I missed. 
Dustin was on the cover yeah. of Newsweek, or, or, or uh, not Newsweek, but People or some crap at, 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 uh, at Blake. What, who in the hell's his name? Look Keith at, Urban. God, Keith Urban. Look at the, yeah, show that shit. God, and there's that freaking Corona light hat. Who knew that, that 20 years later that Corona would be, I couldn't wear that hat again. <laughs> look at you. Look how shiny your face is. Where? Your mom's, you, you, you that, look at that. Oh, in the one I sent you, yeah. Yes. Well, because that was the summer. I'm, I'm coming across some ones from like December now. God, was that, uh, that's, this is not 04, is it? Uh, yeah, October 04. Holy I'm, Moses. And now I'm looking at January 2005. I mean, it was. <laughs> <laughs> look at that face. I mean, that these pictures are, now I'm depressed. I'm a little depressed. Ward looks exactly the same, and I look like somebody beat the hell out of me with a baseball bat. Oh, shoot. This is, I'm going to send you, uh, this is a, what's it called? A perennial? one, An evergreen. Yeah, one that never gets old. An evergreen? Yeah. Watch this one. I still use this joke. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Let me see this. I got to see this. He texted me, I'm sure, right? You texted mm-hmm. me? Yeah, he texted. Oh, I thought you already saw it. No, I haven't. He texted me. I thought everybody. the reaction was from texted- Cena. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I remember that jacket. Yeah. Jesus, Cromedy. Where's that at? What, that where's was it? probably it. Uh, must have been B.B. King's or oh, downtown B. B. somewhere. King's. Look, Look at, at that. us. Look, Look at that. We're so old. Oh, my God. Well, what's up with you, dude? How are you making it through the, the meantime? Well, I mean, you know, I'm, I've always wanted to do this type of thing. And so yeah. I basically, you know, in a time that I should be saving all my money, I basically went and bought whatever <laughs> I had to, whatever I had to, to make this situation. You ought to see this place. I can't even... I'm my next week. We're going to have a camera that shoots down this side because it literally there's five screens and Parker's over here that we got all this shit. And it's just like, I don't know. I, I think that I think we need it. Sounds to, good. I think we need to talk to you. Let's do it. Should we do this? No, you know what? I'm not doing it. I'm not going to bring you into conspiracy. We have a, oh. we have a segment called conspiracy corner and today on, you want to do in. it. All right, bring him in. Well, now I feel like you baited me. You're like, oh, you don't want to do this. All right, well, no, bring him in. Let's do it. Let's let's bring it up. Bring it up. We're gonna we're gonna freaking do the whole thing like normal uh, with our segment today. This is we are talking. The conspiracy is about 5G and EMF. What do we got? Bring it up. Conspiracy corner mm-hmm. with Ward Gunther is our special guest. Yeah, stay on Zoom. Uh, right, now, now make sure that you can see some of this stuff. So here, here's the deal, Ward. So I, I have been, I'm, a, I'm a big conspiracy guy. Do you know who Alex Jones is? You ever yeah. heard of Alex Jones? Okay, so, yeah. I, you know, Alex Jones was on Joe Rogan. I'm a big Joe Rogan fan, so I was listening to Joe Rogan, and Alex, I heard it, Alex Jones, and 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 Andy brought him up. Andy, actually, Andy was the one that that brought him to my attention. So I went and listened to this thing, and I mean, I was always into conspiracies, but this guy is just. You know, there's, there's alien, you know, all this stuff. So the, the big one that is coming now is this 5g stuff, which you're going to love because 
you're going to be able to send pictures and text messages and shit about 10,000 times faster. So where, what, what, what's our first, what's our first clip? So here, this doctor, this was, this was as 5G is getting passed. Everybody's talking about, you know, the, the, all the cell phone stuff is gone and you, you stick this thing next to your balls. I mean, you don't care, right? You've been oh. sticking your cell phone to your balls. Dude, I remember, I remember specific moments working at Otter's Chicken where I had my phone on like the cell phone shelf and I remember my leg buzzing. You get that, <laughs> that phantom buzz. And I'm like, I got a text. You t- And that's, that's almost 20 years ago. So for the last 20 years, it's been just being absorbed into my, I mean, at some point you have to <laughs> yeah. assume you're gonna, you got a 80 to 90 year lifespan and you just, you can spend 40 years of your life worrying about where your cell phone's at, or you just embrace it <laughs> and have fun. All right. So here's the deal. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to, this, not <laughs> this conspiracy corner is not, it's like last week we had a really good one because it, 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 you know, it was, it was more about uh, aliens and I don't know, whatever, you know, because obviously the government come out and said to alien, this, these ships, these are, these are ships that we've, oh. we've videoed, right? How crazy is that? It's fucking nuts. How crazy, how crazy is that? They were like, okay, this is, this is real. All of everybody in America can see this. Everybody in America. Yeah, can but they're, but the thing is, they're saying, we don't know what these are. We're not saying they're aliens. That's what they're saying. So they're, that, that's why but they declassified it. Oh, I know. I get it. But they're admitting they exist. Dude, I've watched all the Bob Lazar and all like, everything in between about like what could possibly be that nobody would ever admit that people are like breaking gag orders to even hint at admitting. And so when the when the Pentagon comes out, I said, all right, okay, this, you guys have been stuck at home for 50 days. All right, this is this exists. that's exactly well the pope come out five years three or four years ago and said hey uh, you know we're not saying aliens don't exist i mean this is a thing people are coming out now so something is going i think something i think they're rolling it out nice and easy right so show this clip show this clip uh this is a this is uh dr uh goldberg is, is this woman was against 5g she's against this because it's you know roll this clip yeah share it Go for it. Ward can see, but Ward's watching it. Wireless radiation has biological effects, period. This is no longer a subject for debate when you look at PubMed and the peer-reviewed literature. These effects are seen in all life forms, plants, animals, insects, microbes. In humans, we have clear evidence of cancer now. There is no question. Um, We have evidence of DNA damage, cardiomyopathy, which is the precursor of congestive heart failure, neuropsychiatric effects. So 5G is not a conversation about whether or not these biological effects exist. They clearly do. All right, so let, let, I just want to get one thing straight. Everything, they always go to cancer. It's going to cause cancer. Is Are you, right? So that's what you're saying. It's like, fuck it. It Everything's going to cause cancer. What, what's it matter? Right. Right. If you, if you kept the, if you strapped it to your business for a hundred years, something's not going to go right. You know, you you can experience some, some malfeasance, but you gotta, Um, you gotta admit Ward. I don't know if, if Callie does this, but I mean, girls put it, 
right here. Right? They put it right here. Puts it across the house. You're right, but I mean, but but yeah. girls, but girls in like short skirts and Daisy Dukes that don't, you know, maybe haven't and seen. Right, that is evolution at its finest because my <laughs> my wife, an upstanding uh, example of the female humankind, puts her phone across the house. She didn't want to hear from me. She didn't want to hear from you or any of her friends. She wants to just go buzz on the bed, stand, whatever. These little whatever young girls put in their shirt. They need they need to be connected all the time. Yeah. But I they're mean, gonna, that's there to get called out. It's the calling play the clip. Hey, bring up, bring up, play the clip of the woman <laughs> in Australia. So Melbourne, for some reason, Australia is a thing uh, of, of technology. Bring up the clip of the uh, right where she's talking about how, you know, cell phone companies have always been telling us to keep these things away from our head. You got that? Watch this. This is insane. This is insane. That's fine. If you you can hear shit, right? Where you can hear it. Oh yeah. Okay. With my ears. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Jesus. <laughs> but all smartphones come with some information that basically says, "Don't keep the phone in your pocket, or you will exceed the as-tested exposure guidelines." Now, how many of you knew that before today? Right. So the That's... so it's insa- right. So, but but what I'm saying is, and 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 here's the cons- parts of the conspiracy because uh, I gotta I gotta try to stay within this idea, is that. That in 1995, Motorola pays for a, a study to get done to show people that these there's no problems with cell phones, and then it, the study comes out and it's not what they needed. So they spent all this money to debunk it because it still comes out anyway. Which basically, oh. now there's never been a line to show you it's it's straight cancer. But I gotta I gotta tell you, I remember Ward in ninety in in the late 90s. When, oh. I had, when I had the cell phone up to my head, and it's, I'm sweating. The beads of sweat would be running down the side of my head, and it was hot. Yeah. And He's I, a microwave in your head. Yeah. Microwave in your brain. <laughs> right? Makes a lot of sense now. Yeah. I, I, my parents would let me take the family cell phone. They would, like, hand it over. <laughs> and I put it in my shorts, go to the movies in high school. And they're like, when the movie's out, you call us. We'll come pick you up. And we all go, like, play outside the movie theater, whatever, because we're 15. <laughs> And I remember <laughs> running, running around the movie theater and the cell phone so heavy in my shorts pocket that it's like beating my legs and thighs from the front and the back. Like nothing, a battery that big and bulky with an antenna that this long. I know it. Something's going on. Something's going on. I mean, could you imagine how much radio? I mean, I remember the bag phones, which they took from everybody. A bag phones was three some a normal cell phone is like 0.9 watts, 0.8 mm-hmm. watts or whatever. A bag phone was like five watts. And, oh. you, and and right. So the bag was right there. And so you had it. But so part of this, this whole thing too is EMF, you know, the Wi-Fi, the TV screens, all of it. It's, it's producing some microwaves and, and you're supposed to only work. So here's the big conspiracy. 5G is made by, by the, by the new world order, this, this, you know, this group, the elites, and, and it's made to open up viruses because do you, have, have you researched 5g at all? Have you seen like what exactly this is? Okay. Looking up now. Give me a couple minutes. No, that's fine. No, I'm, I'm telling you. So it's, it's right now we're doing, we're, we're getting about 20 megabytes per second on a, on a normal cell phone for 4g, 4lt, whatever. Yeah. This 
this is going to have the ability to do 20 gigs a second. So 5G is rolling out because this technology, not only is it for humans, but it's more for robots to talk to each other. This is, it's fast enough for, ro- so that, that a doctor can use it to do surgery and that, Man. right? What do you, what, what, say it. What about every news article, every like reputable, well, reputable in within means, um, the places I go to get my news, but then even the places that I just click on within Google, at the bottom of it, you get the ad that's like, how to empty your bowels every morning. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Who needs help? <laughs> All right. Now, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. I, you know, but now it's, it's no. like, I get the weirdest stuff now. It's like, <laughs> if your dog needs his glands expressed every day, it's like, what? All right. How'd we get here? Now, wait a minute. I want to, let's take conspiracy corner to a whole nother level today because yeah, show him, freaking... show him. All right, Ward, how are we going to show him this? I'll share the screen. You got, or just bring it up. Bring up the, bring up the pendant. Bring up the pendant. Ward, this is insane. You people have got to look at this. There, there is. You want to talk about? You said something a little bit ago about bad businesses will will fail, will fall. Good businesses will stabilize, and and great businesses will thrive. Okay. Here, yeah. Okay. I don't know if, if you can see this. Uh, you, it's going to be a delay on you, but here is this is a <laughs> this is this. A business. People have made a business out of this EMF shit. What? Yes. $5,000 for a gold pendant to stick around your neck because it's going to stop you from uh, uh, your body from absorbing all the EMF frequencies. Who are the people? Who are the ladies on the bottom row where they actually have those? Because I don't think any. Well, I mean, obviously, obviously, it's it's your grandma spent her life savings to have it, and and then you have right. Letitia from uh, a rapper, and I mean, it's who cares? Five grand, people are buying this. Shit. Like, look at this. Oh, I'm just out having an occasional Coors Light with my five thousand dollar gold pendant. What the yeah. fuck is this shit? That's no, like, all right, that, bring up the that, other. That's the same person as the red shirt. <laughs> <laughs> look at oh, this thing. Eighteen thousand dollars. It's on sale though. <laughs> Eighteen thousand oh dollars, Ward. But they put who? What's name? Whose names on it? Tesla. Is it Tesla? <laughs> who's no? <laughs> whose uh, names P&P, on? P Oh shoot. No. What? No, what? Go up to go up all the way. Da Vinci, da Vinci me, me, medical. So it, it's <laughs> it's it's real. Da Vinci medical. Yeah, it's because Leonardo. Medical. Yeah. It's not even Leonardo. It's it's his fifteenth cousin, Steve. Yes. Steve Da Vinci. Leonardo de Medici. Can you imagine being a, working for the TSA and you're like, let's open up this piece of luggage and see what's in there? It's like, there's a green button and a red button and a effing meter and some little meter on there. I, I swear there, to God, if there's, this there's dudes going, all right, you 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 touch the green button, I'll be running to the car. I swear to God, if this doesn't turn you into a Scientologist after playing with this thing for a little bit, what the? Dude, so, I have, seriously, ahead. I have watched all the movies. I have dived deeply into everything, but except the dark web. I'm still afraid of the dark web. What, can you even get to it? Do you know how to get to the dark web? I assume that if I was, if a guy like me was to try to get to the dark web, they would... It, the benefits of the dark web would have been completely reversed because I searched like 
uh, ask Jeeves, like, ask Jeeves, how do you get to the dark web? <laughs> They're like, oh, Flag Ward Gunther, he can never have the full benefits. <laughs> I'd have to... <laughs> I'd have to go to, like, the public oh, library, God, like Nicholas Cage. Knock my damn freaking uh, headphones out. I no, have... I'd... <laughs> I'd have to Nicholas Cage, uh, National Treasure, that shit. Like, go to the library and log in under a pseudonym oh my to really God. experience the dark web benefits that I want. So let me get. Have you? So I'm asking again. Have you ever been to the dark web? You've never no. been there. No, I've read articles, and that was enough for me. It's a little scandalous. I, I still want to do it. I mean, I, I, I definitely, I want to. And I think we need to do that. I, I'm going to do that live one day. Is is buy Bitcoin on the dark web, man? From some guy that, that that's probably in his boxer shorts, with a baggy tape to his balls. I mean, I want I want the whole experience. Well, so this is uh, my my experience of the day, um, being downtown at Whiskey Row this morning. They were they're set up for business, ready to kind of re-enter the the downtown Nashville or not re-enter ready for it to start up from somewhere from anywhere like just start back to work and one of the big things was cashless and I was like as much as I don't want to think like this who benefits from cashless I mean obviously anybody that's not touching dollar bills and quarters and licking their hand and whatever but is there a benefit? Like at the same time they say this, I'm thinking, okay, the gas station down the street from my house just put in a Bitcoin ATM next to the regular ATM. A Bitcoin? Like, yeah. ATM. It's called like Bit, BitCloud. So you can go in and get money out, trade, buy Bitcoin in an ATM. Holy shit. BitCloud. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is, this is, okay, so, through this conspiracy shit, it, it's you know I, I've been learning about the new world order more and more, and I mean they, they a lot of people are saying that the new world order, the Bitcoin, is that's their currency. That's how they're getting their. But it's crazy because that's the least regulated. I mean, that might be the goal. Like that's the least regulated governmentally currency in history. Right, but Ward, I mean, let's face it. Everything starts unregulated. And who's to say the guy that created right. Bitcoin is not? No, not, it doesn't somehow. even matter. It doesn't even matter if the guy, a guy created it. it was it was uh, you know he was wearing a football helmet and reading uh, Clifford books. It doesn't even matter at this point, right? <laughs> it, it, the fact of the matter is, if it gets somewhere, some at some point in time, somebody will regulate it. I mean that that's the, that's the weird part about change, right? And through and, and, and especially when you look at conspiracies, but. You anybody that wants we were just having this conversation. It's like if you start something that that the government is doing wrong, and you say, "Oh, I want education." It's a prime example. Let's take it at home. Let's let's educate the kids at home. But then what we're going to do is we're going to, but we have to have a board, and we have to have a board that says, "Okay, we're going to teach all the kids at home the same way." And then we're going to have uh, we're going to have a. Then we get, why don't we just make a building? And then we just we give some money to it. And everybody just chips in. I mean, it's like the it's. It never ends. You know, everything oh, yeah. is a, a dirt road before it's paved. And this bullshit is no different, I don't think. But staying on the path, 5G 
the one thing <laughs> I, I'm serious about this because yeah. this is a weird, weird thing. You can, this is a beam. So in a crowd of people, you can beam directly into people's cell phones. It's not just waves going into phones, right? So this is the conspiracy. Okay. Here is the big, the big one that I had to, I had to cultivate this whole son of a bitch on in the first place was the fact that you, the a virus could be uh, turned on, turned on. Well, yeah. or no, turned on. So you in, uh, in, like in, an actual virus. Yes. You turn okay, because not a computer virus. Right. So if you if you haven't seen this last year there was a big uh there was a science convention I think it was in Australia where a man showed the a gentleman showed uh leukemia cells getting uh um destroyed using 4 440 hertz. Mm-hmm. The guitar, you know, like the standard, the, the right. you know, that 440 is the, this is supposed Frequency. to be right. And, and you could destroy cancer cells with it. So the 5G, the whole thing with this is, is not only radio, the, these RF frequencies, what they do is on the higher end, like x-rays and gamma rays, they go in and they, they have enough uh, power that they kill, they, they move an electron and knock it out of its orbit and create an ion. That's why they're called ionized uh, uh, frequencies. So, so RF, the, the cell phones is non-ionized frequencies and X-rays and gamma rays are ionized. And that's because they can actually make an ion, right? And so what they're saying is the conspiracy here is that 5G will, will actually be able to trigger a virus in the human body. So you, everybody's infected, but no symptoms until this thing turns it on. Which is, if you haven't seen it, there's a lot of conspiracy theories right now with the fi- with the coronavirus and 5G, and that huh. and that is really? and that yes, you look it up. I am not now. It's no it, nobody will say it's whatever, but that's that's it. But I mean, you got to admit, I mean, you're getting 40 megabytes right now with four, four you know 4G or whatever. This this shit's 20 gigs, yeah. and and so there's an organization that says 5G is only going to give a, a normal person a hundred. 100 meg upload but this thing literally legitimately gives you can do 20 gigs a second i don't know that would literally like be having that would be like going from having sex with me to chanum tating or whatever the fuck his name is and like in like overnight like you're you're just we're enjoying ourselves, and then chanum gets right on and he's right there that's how that's how big a difference i mean right it's like weaver and then chanum tating or what's his name Chan Tatum. Kindle. Kindle. Whatever it is. I mean, <laughs> Chindle. Chris Weaver. Chindong. Chind- <laughs> I gotta be honest with you, Ward. I mean, you gotta keep that cell phone away from your from your nether regions. I'm good now. Like we said earlier, we've had our kids. We're out of the woods. Uh, oh, whatever so- happens to us now, we'll just kind of slide off into the sunset. <laughs> it's up to the kids. I don't I have no pity, no envy for my um, offspring, what they're going to have to deal with in 50 years. I mean, God have mercy on them and all their friends' souls. Uh, we'll be long gone. Well, I got to be honest. If anybody wants to call in and ask Ward a question about conspiracies, you have mm-hmm. there's our number, 662-262-5103. You can call in and ask Ward, who is, he will give you all kinds of great answers. 
about oh, anything tons. you want anything you want to know so what is hold your on. what is your put on, what put on the hold music for one second i have to go refill oh do you think no you're fine i brought this cup up here so you can see that this is how cold it is <laughs> only the bottom pink part finish it up go get it yeah. go get it done all right we love you so that 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 parker i mean of all the stuff that i had today so i mean here here's the deal so this can i'm going to finish because obviously i didn't play no more being here but the, the thing about it is there's going to be more towers because it's shorter frequencies. So everybody's going to have to start realizing that they're going to need to live closer to, to more cell phone towers, which some people already have a problem with, you know, I mean, I, you know, the pejorative of that, you know, is that that's what people have a problem with a lot of times the most, because you can see them. They're in people's backyards They're whatever the case is, you know, people have this disdain for cell phone towers in general. Or, or electric lines or whatever the heck it is. But this is there's going to be more of these. And they're going to roll this stuff out and nobody's going to know it. You're, you, they're going to do this overnight, people. And it's done. You can't stop this train. As John uh, Mayer said, you can't stop this train. It's over. And, and to take it one step further, I, there was a story uh, where Google, who owns Nest, builds Nest, had a secret microphone in their nest uh, box, whatever, whatever the junction box is and, and didn't tell anybody who is this? I don't know who this is. Who is this? Hello. You're on how valid Yo. is the validity? Who is this? It's John Fells. John. I mean, it's every, it's, it's just always a pleasure. Do you have very loyal. Do you have do you have a conspiracy? Yeah, so we're talking about the cell phone towers, but uh, growing up us kids, we used to put baby powder. Our parents would put baby powder on us, and now that stuff causes cancer. <laughs> I mean, that's that's very freaking true. You're right. I mean, uh, but, but I mean, want to throw it out there? Well, I mean, I I I throw it out there right now. The, the, what I'm saying is, hey, here's Ward right here. Let's let's ask him. <laughs> Let's ask him right now. You're going to powder the donut? It it's going to cost bit. you cancer. No, well, I mean, but here's the <laughs> – I think that you only call in for the one-liners, John. I don't think you're actually calling. I think you like these – you have these one-liners that you want to get out. No, no, no. Very All right, so here's the, question, here's the question. You, 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 your nuts have been powdered and for all those years, and now there's nothing you can do about it. What now? You start suing? No. But now here's the, here's the question. My son just got a cell phone. He's going to upgrade probably next year. So is there a class action like lawsuit or something we could do? Or, you know, it's going to happen. Well, I mean, there is a class action lawsuit against uh, Johnson & Johnson for the powder right now. now and I, yeah. yeah, it was Johnson & Johnson. There's also a class action it lawsuit was. for Zantac. There's also a class action lawsuit for uh, – It's it, it was during the same time as the powder. Um but but you, you know you're you're gonna get like six bucks. You know it's 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 not gonna help you. It's not gonna it's not gonna change your life. You know and 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 that's the thing. It only helps the lawyers. But you know because well, it, at the end of the day they win. So well, I mean, in a class action lawsuit, let's face it. You know, if you got a whole, if you have an actual class full of thirty people, 
the attorney still gets 33%, I mean, or whatever they agree upon of the whole amount where then you have to split it. So your balls aren't worth as much as the attorney that were, were was trying to unpowder them. Nice. I'm glad we can all bring it together. Ward. Ward. Yeah. This is John. John had mentioned, John had mentioned uh, about the uh, talcum powder that your parents used to put on oh, your, yeah. on your nuts. And now, yeah. now it gives you cancer. Right. How do you well, feel? I mean, how do you, well, I mean, what is it made out of? <laughs> well, I mean, talcum, we still use it. I mean, but have you ever seen any of these videos of the marble mines in Italy? You're talking about like a hundred foot tall. I mean, hundreds of feet tall mountains of pure marble and the people that work out there, these old Italian guys in tank tops and gold chains, and they're sawing off like slabs of pure marble. They're dropping down talc everywhere. And these are the men that we just wish we could be. I don't care. I mean, honestly, at some point you have to say like, hey, yeah, me, one of eight billion. What in the in my greatest timeline possibility, in my greatest choose your own adventure where I decided not to be in a band with Chris Weaver and all the all the potential that would have sprouted from there. And then even if I wasn't a band with Chris and over here, I like, I chose not to work at 10 roof, all the potential, whatever. At some point you got to say, man, I'm one guy. Yeah. Don't make a big difference, but it would have been cool. So you're saying there's to- a chance. <laughs> <laughs> at one point. Give me a, get, hey, John, I love you, but you got to go. All right. You talcum my balls. Right. Love you. Bye. <laughs> we, we ta- but I love you, but talcum your balls on, on somebody else's platform. I love you. Love you. I'm a fan. I mean, but that's the truth, right? My, my, you, you make a valid, this is a valid point. It, it, it is. My cousin was 78 years old, smoked cigarettes, worked his ass off. Did it, didn't give a shit. And I think the less he cared, the longer he lived. And, and there's a point to that. I, there is a point to that. And I think you are definitely going to be that way. I mean, you're going to be a lot hairier, but you're oh, buddy. if I mean, hold on, I'll pull up a picture that will make a lot of this to make sense. It'll be a good like moment of closure for us. Um, you can't leave this early. I mean, well, you just got a drink. <laughs> How late do y'all go? Oh, uh, we should have been done about 15 minutes ago. It's all good. <laughs> I, Hang on. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I, I'm here. I think, I mean, we still got, we still got f- people, 30, 40 people go- going on here. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I, I wish somebody would, I just would like to have somebody call in and talk to you and give you like a, a question, a conspiracy question. I just love to hear an answer. I'm I'm all for it. I mean, please, I welcome it. You know what? Where, where was that? Hold on. Must have been 2005. Jesus, why are you going back so long? No, because there is a night that makes a lot of sense uh, in December 2004. It's the last night at Bobby's Idol Hour. Oh, my God. Was I there? Which, I wasn't there. I don't, know if you, I don't know if you were. I was not there. But it's like the real one. All the things that mattered that we think about now, like, eh, oh, yeah, I mean, that, a, whatever. It's like, that's who cares in the end? Yeah. You're good right. times were, were enjoyed uh, in a, I don't know, octopine. Don't later. You know what? I want but, you, I want you back on. And next time we're going to do picture night. Yes. Share screen night. I'll figure out how to do it on here or I'm not going to give up any national secrets. Cause yeah, 
You never know who I'm talking to in the other computes. Wait, Nick listen. Cage. <laughs> that was conspiracy this, quarter. That was, that? I mean, it, that so, glass is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Here's how they know I wasn't just Josh and going downstairs and <laughs> BS and I went up to say, this is like a, I always think about that. How can you prove like proof of life uh, kind of stuff? Time stamping things. Proof of like this. I it's think a hyper color drink that's like cold to the top. I think my cup would be down around your about your ring finger. I think that's where that's my good. cup is on that on that lifespan. Word. Um, my God, oh, I love you. you. Say I love you so much. Oh, no, I mean, do uh, you want to stick around? <laughs> Let's keep going because I mean, we got. I told you, you got four minutes. Oh, we got four minutes. Yeah. Let's play the ten. Play. Uh, how about I bring you into my world for just a second? No, go for it. We'll let you play along. With, right. uh, I read my daughter's two chapters in the uh, the little house in the great woods tonight. It wasn't even the little house on the prairie. The first <laughs> book in the series, little house in the great woods, and it was so rewarding. And uh, I think back on the, I mean, we're getting into decades now that you and I have known each other. Yeah. First, first gigs I ever played in Nashville with you. Um, major experiences in my life that I have completely been wiped from my memory that have been brought back now uh, <laughs> digital photos with you um, and they were very they were momentous they were cool they were important in my life but dude you have to see like reading your daughter's little house on the prairie books and watching them like get excited and turn themselves around the bed so they can sleep down at this end instead of when they're usually over here so they can like look at the pictures, the little yeah. uh, illustrated pictures in the book, and go, "What is Laura Engels doing? What is, <laughs> I want to see this panther." Like that brings me peace. It, uh, it lets me think, like, "Hey, you know what? Whatever this little box puts in my pocket, and however it penetrates my uh, membranes, I'll be okay with it after yeah. the the seventy or eighty years." I'll granted we're here um and just hope they can survive the post-apocalyptic little house on the prairie oh. scenarios that await them i mean you know what not even joking i mean i think it's ex extremely of all the people I, to, for you to have this this uh this this family uh, quartet out there or whatever the hell it is it's pretty freaking <laughs> cool and you got a, a great woman and man i I love you to death. I mean, you're we're, we're the only ones left half the time from the beginning uh, from Oh four. That's for sure. So that's pretty cool. I feel like, yeah, but I, I the, I, I, God, I'm, that's what gets me the most. When I, when I think about it is like to still be here. I mean, even oh, though you're, man. even though you're, you're doing better than me. I mean, my parents can't, you know, I have to stay here and try to figure out something. I mean, you know, but uh, you know, it's all right. I mean, I don't like, I don't, I don't like my parents, it's, but that's another day. You know, let's, let's record that. Put that down. Just write it down. I don't like my parents and we'll, we'll do it next week. But, but the thing about it is, it's like, this has been a great, uh, a great conversation. Word. I love you to death. Episode. Hey, give me something to look forward to. Chris Weaver. Look at you. I know it. Look what all, you've done. All gray, all gray. And Jesus, I'll take my Corona uh, toilet paper congas and I'll go play them tonight. Thinking of you. Yeah, hey, don't point your 5G at those condos because they'll, <laughs> they'll come to life. They'll be walking through your room like Fantasia.
we can help you with and yeah listen will you do will you come back on can we do a a collaborated conspiracy corner dude seriously send me uh videos to watch okay callie my my wife as you know um sent me a video this morning it was a it's called plandemic what's my i had been the game. really like huh the game is it that what it's called is that what you said it was plandemic i said it was plague inc oh no, plague inc okay watch it i'll send it to you right now plandemic part one judge judy no what no judy do, dr judy big difference yeah that's a little different <laughs> One makes forty no, million um, a year, and the other one makes probably five hundred thousand. Ooh, nothing a year. Yeah, so I sent you just now, um, and that was my first. I've been very music oriented. I've tried to stay like okay. I I watched all the the documentaries and on Netflix, Hulu, whatever, everything from JFK Jr. to the aliens and back and forth. Like I just try to keep my brain awake, but watching this one today. It's like, man, I really like this content. What, it, you know, what, what is it? Eight. Did you send? Did he send it? Did you see it? Yeah. It'll did you text it to me? Through. It's a, yeah. Okay. It's a YouTube link. Plandemic. Um, yeah, it's just it's funny. You'll you'll love it because, and this is not a spoiler, but uh, the the director, the narrator, spends so much time focusing on himself. Like I'm used to watching these shows that you never see the director. You never see the person behind the camera. Right. And he's got more makeup on and his, 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 uh, commentary is more scripted. He's like, so you're saying that the, she's like, Oh yes. What I'm saying, like, why, why would we, it's, but it's funny to like, you just gotta open your mind to everything. I'm fully open to anything anybody wants to suggest, even if it's as wild and crazy and irresponsible (laughs) as five what you're talking about <laughs> <It's> only, the, <laughs> only you man I, hey we can open this to, i i will open this I, conspiracy corner is that the the, the hardest part the, it is the hardest part about it is it's it's not going down it's it's only taking one rabbit hole that's the hardest part no I have to be fully aware of everything that's going on. So I, that's what I'm saying. Like, please send me a list of things to watch to catch up on. Cause this is the the latest thing this morning watching that. I was like, man, I thought I was done with this little hole. Cause you can get it. Like there's stuff on the major and I'm like, I'm not being profound at all. There are things that you can easily consume on major streaming platforms that are like, like the JFK Jr. documentary yes, right. is done by like really irreputable, like the the facts are kind of spotty, but it's available for anybody to consume. So you got to think like the, that part of the media is still fairly liberal. It's just fun to kind of put that put that stuff in your head, you know, feed it in this side, see what comes out the other. You're like, yeah, kind of filter the garbage. Next week, if if you're not... If you're not busy, I haven't told Parker this yet. If you're not busy, I, I, I'm going to do the Secret Society Conspiracy Corner. Uh, I'm yeah. in the Secret Society. Oh, shoot. I got to go. <laughs> I got, they're going to. Okay, we got it. I see it. Bye. All right. You guys? Word, word. Take care. Oh, where's... <laughs>
That was good. I enjoyed that. So that was the good. <laughs> Did he hang up? What a what a dick. I'm I, I'm I'm supposed to be able to hang up. Ward Gunther from Whiskey Jam. Well, I think we've uh, superseded by about twenty hours our 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 our, uh, our night tonight. But thanks for tuning in, and uh, let me make sure I can do this, Parker, because I don't know. Oh, okay, good. Everybody, uh, we broadcast from Nashville, Tennessee, on Wednesday nights at eight o'clock. Join us eight o'clock central, nine o'clock eastern for uh, how valid is the validity and we'd like to thank all our sponsors which we didn't get to again but we'll worry about them next time anyway from our house to yours how valid is the validity we'll see you next time with our song of the week
Watching.